Previously on Gutter Trash. I'm going to guess yes, even yeah. though I just said no. <laughs> well, wait a second, guess yourself. <laughs> That's what I do. That's how I've failed in life. I swear, everyone that I know, I know through Mavericks. Like, even my brother, probably, because he worked there. <laughs> what, Ziggers? Yeah. Oh, we've got a few here. Oh my gosh! All we need is one of us to make some sort of masturbation reference, and then I can just use that out of context, and we've got gold. <laughs> okay. So, I visited my grandma the other day. Yeah? Is she alive? <laughs> no, actually, she's not. Uh, you gotta suckle that teeth just one more time. Uh, she was like, what are those uh, furry creatures from Star Wars called? And, like, you know, I'd been silent for, like, 20 minutes, and I just said, Ewoks. In fact, that's my favorite Star Wars movie, Return of the Jedi. The one that came out in 83 with Ewok. <laughs> and, like, just any nerd culture, I just I just wait and I pounce on it. And I, I, I can't think of anything to talk about if it's not nerdy. What if the answer would have been Wookiee? It didn't fit. Okay. It was four letters. He's <laughs> like, oh, you do a podcast, too. And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, what's it about? He's like, oh, we review comics and movies. He's like, oh, no wonder I've never heard it. I'm Eric. And I'm Jason. Episode 29. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, silly man. I'm Eric. And I'm Eric. I'm Jason. What? I'm Jason. What? It's after, it's, this is midnight. Holy really, shit, it is. I'm I gotta sleep. go to bed. I'm super sleepy. I gotta go to bed. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing this? I, I was wondering, I was like, why did we do a movie one during the week? Because you gotta get up at five, and I don't get up until eight. Why didn't we do it yesterday? Why didn't? Well, when you had a day off and could have come over like around oh. seven, and <laughs> we could have done this and been over and done with this by now. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I ended up not even hanging out with Zippy. You motherfucker! <laughs> I'm going to kick you in the balls. <laughs> he, he calls me at like eight thirty, and he's like, "Oh, my girlfriend's sick, so we can't come over." And I was like, "Eh, okay." <laughs> I just didn't feel like leaving the house, so I just sat around and uh, worked on a comic and watched uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I uh, <laughs> I feel I should blame you. Yeah, right. Even though I know it's Zippy's fault. Uh-huh. Or his lady friend. Uh, mostly Zippy, because uh, I, f- I feel he's a suitable scapegoat. <laughs> uh, for most, for most things oh, in life. Yeah, yeah. All right, right, right. Uh, but I'm still going to blame you, you asshole. Alright. Fuck you. Hey, well, it still would have been the same time, because by the time he got it, would have been like... Well, see, that's why, he, uh, again, I should steer the blame towards him for <laughs> not calling you earlier and then saying, hey... I'm wondering, too, because... <clears throat> I don't know. I know she she was cutting somebody's hair at, like, 6.30, 7. She she his hair cut in. Oh, okay. And, uh... Like, at their house, they're just going to cut somebody's hair at their house. Oh, so, uh, bootlegging hairstyles? Bootlegging hairstyles. Right. That's what the kids like, though, that, that like, swoop and fade and pokey, 
Uh, the kid, I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't mind having a fade myself. Uh, like a old school hip hop fade? No, no, like uh, an old school 1950s. Oh, okay, like an executive contour. Yeah, kind of like, like like you would see on Mad Men. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah just kind of you know enough on top to to not make me look you know uh, like like I'm in the army or ready to to be a, a rough and tumble wrestler. Know, well, I was gonna go with something a lot more gay than that, but uh, <laughs> it's hard to get more gay than wrestling. Come it's on. true. It's very true, especially uh, real wrestling. Oh yeah. Oh man. Like high school wrestling, where they're like, yeah, yeah, just scooting each other around on the mats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I used to. Uh, just, I've had a ton of jobs. I used to work at a hotel, and uh, one of the hotels I worked at, we. Uh, uh, <laughs> We held a regional, well, at the Nutter Center, there was a regional uh, wrestling tournament for like, high school wrestling. Okay. And uh, we were one of the uh, recommended hotels for, for the people coming from out of state. <laughs> and uh, that was seriously one of the worst weekends I ever worked there. For the wrestling fans? For the Well, no, for the wrestling parents. Mm-hmm. The parents were all fucktards. Oh. I can, uh, I'm trying to imagine the average wrestling kid's drunk. parent. Drunk. Angry, yelly, white trash motherfuckers. Mm. And the kids, not that far off. Not as drunk, maybe. Not as drunk. Uh, some of them were. Just, just sweaty and weird. Sweaty, weird, sniffing each other's balls, you know. What's not to love? Exactly. <laughs> That's a sport. That's an American sport. <laughs> Two dudes slapping Sniffing each other. Balls, slapping each other around. Yeah, yeah grunting and not talking. Yeah. Yeah, there needs to be a ball involved. Yeah. Those dudes are totally not gay, man. Oh, yeah. Totally not gay. That's hardcore. I'm gonna rub my face in your crotch and pin you down. There should be, that's what they should add is, there should be like a tennis ball they sit in the middle of the, like, circle. Because I think it's a circle if yeah, they're wrestling. Yeah. And uh, they should just set a tennis ball and the first person to get it in their mouth and throw it outside of the circle wins. <laughs> I think that would make, <laughs> that would make the wrestling much more fun. Because they'd still be grappling each other and trying to knock each other out of the way. But you'd be rooting for them to grab the ball and toss it around, yeah. you know, instead of just, you know, grab balls, pan each other and sniff each other's balls. Right? Yeah, right. That'd be a lot better. Yeah. Sports need balls. I mean, that's kind of like a key. It, it seems like it would be a prerequisite. Yeah. 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 Baseball, I mean, football, even pool, pool, I mean, yeah. basketball, bowling's a sport. Ping pong. There's a ball there. Bowling. Yeah. Uh, golf. Yeah. Uh, hockey's not a real sport because there's no ball. <laughs> it's a flat ball. It's uh, a fro- it's like a little frozen ball. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah, wrestling ball. Yeah. Oh, the only balls is the ones they're sniffing. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. We figured it out. There's the balls. <laughs> they have twice as many balls. Four times maybe. Okay, it's a real sport. Yeah. Jesus, oh, I stand corrected. There we go. <laughs> Oh, uh, was there a point to any of this? Uh, I don't. Yeah, we didn't even introduce anything. Uh, no, we haven't. Uh, fucking. We lied about who we were. Yeah, and then we forgot to mention what we're talking about. Everyone's gonna be so confused. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! I really should have brought this up uh, before we uh, started recording. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm thinking about a contest. Okay. For uh, the show. For the show. Right. Right. Uh, have it. Figured out the details because I was gonna talk to you about it first, and uh, let's just hammer them out on the air. Fuck that. <laughs> up. Uh, 
Well, you know, we have like, uh, I think we have ten listeners and I think three of them are me. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them's definitely not me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, trust me, I think, uh, my three make up for your none. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, cause I, I get, uh, I, I subscribe to the show here at home, I subscribe at work, and, uh, I subscribe via iTunes. <laughs> so, it comes down three times for me. Uh, so, I don't listen to any of them. Right. <laughs> I pretty much just, just to make sure that they come down. Right. right. You're just checking the, right. the quality, and, or the, uh, the validity of the, ooh, uh, the subscription. Ooh, wow, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's a good word. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, there's at least, I, I think there's about seven people that okay. may listen to us. I'm not maybe sure. Maybe like five of which we don't know, maybe. Uh, I'd say it's, more like two. <laughs> Probably it's three or four that we don't know. Well, that's fine. Yeah. But, uh, because uh, there's Pat, there's Adam, there's Mindy, um, maybe Josh. Hmm. Uh, we don't know for sure about that. Uh, I, think, uh, I think my old friend Andy. Ozzy Osbourne, we determined that last Ozzy week. Ozzy Osbourne, correct. So, yeah, that's, that's five that okay. we, we know. So there's only two. Because we're good friends with Ozzy. But, uh, yeah, so maybe two people we don't actually know listen to this show. So this contest is for them only, or uh, for anyone? Uh, it's, it's sort of an action item for, for them to do. Oh, okay. Uh, I like the word action. Yeah, it's a good word. Yeah. Uh, I want more listeners, obviously. I think uh, that's something that uh, I'd like to achieve. Mm. Uh, that, that I think what I, my, my ultimate goal is I think I'd like to have about 100 listeners. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, because... I, I, I want listeners, but I don't want so many listeners that I have to start paying for bandwidth. Yeah, well, I don't think we have to worry about that. Right. <laughs> Not right now, anyway. We need to craft craft a good product. Yeah, uh, that's probably a key to, I, to I like the how we're working on I like how we're having a meeting on, on, on the show. <laughs> what do you think the <laughs> listeners would like? What do you think they would like? Uh, I don't care what they would like. Yeah, yeah me neither. Uh, but, you know, as long as they're listening to it, and it's free. I mean, They'll take what mm. they get. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh. It's like, you, you can't even get stuff for free at the library anymore because you always forget to take it back on time, you know? I mean, this is free. Well, I wouldn't know about that because I've got uh, so many <laughs> fines. Every time I go to the so library, many fines. I, I had to pay last time I went, but it was only like 60, 80 cents, something like that. Well, I probably owe 60, 80 bucks. If not more. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyhow, you got me off track here. <laughs> Trying to hammer yeah. out this contest. 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 Uh, okay. So for the people who know us personally, uh, or for anyone who's listening currently, uh, well, not currently, currently, but whenever they download this, uh, if they could get other people to listen to the show and subscribe, uh-huh. and I want everyone, every new listener, I guess. Uh, this is uh, probably completely <laughs> flawed, flawed from its inception. Uh-huh. But uh, if we could get all the new listeners that our old listeners would recruit, uh-huh. uh, and they would send us an email, uh, we would randomly choose one winner to receive a cover recreation from us. Ooh, okay. One of us. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe both of us. Ooh, like a jam. Uh, yeah. You're like, no, stay away from that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen the results of our jams. Yeah. They're, they're dirty and disgusting. They are. Yeah. We need to. 
I think there's a link. <laughs> oh, we'll figure it out. Later. Yeah. It's on Pat's side or something. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so, so, we'll bring it up Pat, mm-hmm. our, our listener. So, uh, so he would get the drawn or they would get the, like the listener he ref- referred or he'd be. If he could, like, refer, like, ten people to listen to this show, uh-huh. and those ten people send us an email, and we're inclined enough to want a piece of art, uh, that person, we would randomly choose, like, one of those ten people to okay. receive a piece of so art. So Pat gets nothing. Pat gets nothing. Right. Okay. Mostly because I think if Pat just asked us, we would give it to him anyway. Oh, yeah. Because he's a friend. Yeah, that's right. Right. So, Pat is excluded. But, you know, uh, like, <coughs> like I said, you know, Pat could just come up <coughs> and say, hey guys, I, you know, I want you to draw a Green Lantern cover or something like that. Alright. I'm like, sure, sure, buddy. Yeah. Give me some money. Yeah. That's what we'd say. Yeah. Because that's fair. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, like, yeah, the the other people. Yeah, okay. Maybe. I don't okay. know. Uh, yeah, why not? Uh, maybe it needs a little course, more refinement. They've, they've never some, se- some more thought. They've never seen our art. They don't care about us. Uh, if you want to see our art, uh, net or environmentalcomics.blogspot.com. <clears throat> <laughs> I just hit puberty on the air. <clears throat> It's a milestone episode. <laughs> Oh, we're having a, a slower <coughs> meeting, and uh, you're going through puberty. Oh, finally! <laughs> I think I'm getting sick. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like losing my voice. Well, this is my gift to the world. I'm losing my voice. Fantastic. <clears throat> no longer can I do the show. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, whatever. Nobody cares. It got beer in the fridge. Buyer beware. Comics dot blogspot dot com, and that's for your artwork. Uh-huh. And you can find my artwork again at seanborn dot net. <coughs> uh, I've got cover recreations up there. You've got some cover recreations up there. Yeah, one. Yeah. So uh, you can uh, see some some stuff by us and uh, figure our styles and uh, what you'd like to to have. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I'd be down. Yeah. I mean, this is the first I've heard of this contest. I, well, I just thought about yeah. this today. I say this isn't some like. Skit we've got going. I've, no, I've no, never yeah, heard like, like, I'm serious. Because uh, I have absolutely no idea how to expand our listener audience. Mm. Uh, so, so maybe yeah. if we can have like a little grassroots movement from the seven people who actually listen to this, we should get a billboard. Ah, uh, that would be awesome. But man, expensive. Oh yeah. yeah. How about we just? Uh, I mean, seriously, <laughs> I'm, I'm paying like thirty bucks for the site for for like a year, and that's pricey. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's uh, ba- uh, bathroom walls. Crayons on bathroom walls. Yeah, that might be cool. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, ooh, you go to a lot of uh, musical uh, events. I'm going to one tomorrow. Yeah, you yeah. should. Uh, we should get stickers made and like start. There you posting go. Them That's in, like, not a bad idea. Like, punk rock clubs and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Guttertrash.net. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Uh, or you know, you you've got you got uh, you work at uh, you work at a store where a lot of our target audience uh, shops at. You would think so. I've told a few of them about it, and they're always like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll check it out." And they never do. None uh, of them ever do. Fuckers. Yeah. Oh well. Confidence Can you blame them? Assholes. Can you blame them? I mean, I've I've heard us. Yeah. Well, that's true. But still, comic fans, assholes. Mm. So let's talk about a movie. Okay. Yeah. Good segue. <laughs> Because uh, movies are better and movie <clears throat> fans are awesome. Yeah. Until next week when movie fans suck and comic fans are awesome. Do you want to start out this? Uh, I do need something to drink. Go. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so we reviewed uh, 1973 crime noir slash satire uh, Robert Altman's The Long Goodbye starring Elliot Gould. 
Elliot Gould is a character actor who I greatly admire. And this would be so much better if I had someone to play off here. I can only go for so long. Cyclops is currently on my uh, monitor. It's a Bruce Tim drawing. Now there's a Simone Bianchi drawing. And ah, hey. So, so beer is your, your liquid of choice for, for soothing that cough. Ah, thank God. I was, uh, floundering already. <laughs> I was like, I was gone like 40 seconds. I, I was like, I was looking for a bottle opener and I realized I was like, oh, it's a blue it's a moon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I introduced the, the title of the movie, the director, the star. Uh, that's, that's a, yeah. that it's that's a, a good start. Uh, a sort of noir satire uh, that that I really admire. Elliot Gould as an actor. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything with Elliot Gould, and I've heard his name forever. But uh, I used to watch ER, and not to the ER that uh, you know everyone fawns over, uh-huh. but like the sitcom from the mid eighties. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it was uh, kind of awesome, and Elliot Gould was the the, the star in that. Was it the same concept as the? Uh, it was a it was an emergency room. Really, yeah. I've never heard of that. But uh, yeah, it was uh, yeah, night courtish in vain. Really, yeah, but just uh, yeah, a comedy. Yeah, about an emergency room. Yeah, sounds hilarious. Uh, I remember I mean, it being. Well, I guess Smash was kind of funny too. Yeah, yeah. Scrubs, never seen it. Scrubs, uh, at one point in time, was one of my favorite shows. Mm. I've uh, lost a vast interest in it in uh, recent years, mostly because I have no idea what time it's on. I don't even know what network it's on even more. And, yeah, I got better stuff to do than watch TV. Yeah, really. yeah. I, I watch like, so little TV anymore. At least not. Except for Two and a Half Men. I watch Two and a Half Men I, all the time. Sometimes, sometimes when I come over, it's on... <laughs> don't don't try to lie about it. Uh, did I? <laughs> well, I said I watch it all the time. I, but it's not like your inflection, but it's not like, oh yeah, I watch that all the time. I seriously <laughs> do. You just said it. You come over here sometimes early enough, I'm watching it. Yes. <clears throat> One time you came over to my parents' house and I was watching it. I want, yeah. They have cable. <laughs> I could watch a thousand other channels. You could watch that metal station. Yeah. But uh, no, I was watching Two and a Half Men. I don't know why. I hate it. It's a terrible, it, it, terrible it's, show. It's the girl that climbs up the banister, isn't it? Hmm? It's the girl that climbs up the balcony. She is... I, I'm so in love with that girl. <laughs> She's attractive. Yes, she is. She was in uh, Heavenly Creatures. Mm. I remember not liking that movie, but I, I remember nothing about the movie. I think that's fair. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that movie greatly. Heavenly Creatures? Yes. How about, how about the one today? Uh, I loved it. Yeah. It yeah. was pretty good. Had you seen it before? No. Yeah. Uh, it was good. Yeah. Um, Robert Altman directed I've never seen any of his movies. I don't think I have, but I've always heard people go, Ugh, it's a Robert Altman movie. Ugh. Really? Yeah. I always hear, oh, it's Robert Altman. Really? Yeah. What's your, who's, who are you talking <clears throat> to? The internet's. <laughs> I just know dorks. Uh, I'm a lonely, lonely person. <laughs> what else has Robert Altman done? Like uh, a thousand movies? Popeye. Okay, well that was great. <laughs> I liked that movie. <laughs> I liked Popeye. I'd like to digress for a second here. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's you, I don't know if it's me. It's probably me. But uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm at work because yeah. uh, I hate music and my office is deadly silent. Uh, 
all those podcasts I listen to, nobody hits a fucking desk. Really? Yeah, except us. Why don't Why don't they hit a desk? Uh, because they're professionals, oh. I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to ground the audience and let them know that I'm here. <laughs> I'm not floating in space. Well, I think uh, last episode, uh, the uh, little part of my desk that my microphone sits on... Okay. Was uh, squeaking the entire time. Can you hear one? I can hear that. One of us just like kicked the fucking side of this thing. I don't think it was me. Uh, May have been me. I I have before. I know I've kicked it. I've kicked it. So uh, I kick it, yo. So maybe uh, maybe this contest thing uh, is a bad idea because we are completely up. Yeah, we don't know what we're doing. We just kick desks. Yell! I can't control the volume of anything. This isn't really a show. It's more like we just hang out and talk, and we happen to be recording it. Yeah, well, that's like most podcasts. Really? Those sound better. Yeah. Well, no, I've I've heard some quote unquote professional ones that. that oh, I've heard some really shitty ones. The recording's terrible. Yeah, uh, I've heard some incredibly bad ones. We're but, uninteresting, uh, but at least our mics are good. Uh, these are nice mics. Yeah. They're really pretty. Yeah. They look like the kind that you'd see in those VH1 behind the music things and professional singers would be singing into them. Right. They're nice looking. Uh, yeah, if, uh, if we had like some sort of, uh, uh, like, uh, if they were like hanging above us with a windscreen. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and you'd have to have your hands clasped on your headphones, like, with your or eyes closed. Or just, uh, oh, one, the uh, one, the one, the one can yeah. on the ear. Yeah. Oh, that's a good, yeah, that's a good book. <laughs> and then on the other hand, you might have the lyric sheet to whatever right, right. Uh, charity song we're recording. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That's good. <laughs> that's a good look. <sighs> Are we doing this to avoid talking about the movie? Uh, I could talk about the movie. There's a few things I wanted to mention. All right. Uh, I liked it. Okay. Uh, it reminded me of Moonlighting, which is one of my five favorite shows ever. Really? Yeah. Moonlighting. Kind of, kind of rattled down my five. Uh, While we're digressing, sure, go for it. <laughs> All right, in no specific order. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, fishing with John, moonlighting, Twin Peaks. Can I bang the desk while I'm talking? Go for it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, fishing with John, moonlighting, Twin Peaks, Wonder Falls, and Dexter. All right, all right. Top five. Top five. No order. No order. Uh, my top five. Okay. Uh, no order. Uh, Dexter. Yeah. Uh, rescue me. Ooh, that's a, that was a close to being on my list. Um, Night Court. Yeah, I figured. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, was it two two seven or Give Me a Break that you like so much? Uh, I believe it's Give Me a Break. Okay, if I if that's that's the one with Mel Carter, right? Uh huh. Yeah, definitely Give Me a Break. And Marla Gibbs, yeah. who appeared in a Barney Miller episode the other day. Yeah, I know that was weird. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, so I got three, uh, Dexter, Rescue Me, uh, Night Courts, um, Firefly. Never seen it. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, and, uh... It's okay to pick a cartoon, if that's what you're trying to do. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with The Simpsons. I almost went with South Park, which uh, I like better than The uh, Simpsons. I, not a fan. Really? I like, I like Simpsons classic, classic show. I like South Park just a bit better, though. Yeah. Not a fan of that show. Really? Yeah. See, see. Okay. Well, yeah, those are good shows. Yeah, good shows. <laughs> All right, we're talking about TV shows. All right. Uh, Which we don't do. We're not supposed to do that. Uh, we can. Yeah, yeah, whatever. This is our show. We're allowed to do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> we'll just give you your money back if you hate it. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, so this movie takes place in 1973. It's, uh, 
uh, it's got a lot of the trappings of crime noir, but at the same time, it's uh, very, I don't want to say lighthearted, but... Uh, it's humorous. It, it's very funny in places. Uh, kind of like a Tarantino kind of humor. Yeah, a little dark humor. Yeah. But, uh, but at the same time, there's just something about it that's just kind of whimsical. It's, I think it's just that the main character, it's like he's, he's this whimsical detective set in this crime noir world where everybody else is pretty serious. Right. I think that's, and and he's who you're like attached to as the viewer. Right. So you sort of see everything through his eyes and I think that, I think, I think you're right. I think it adds a little bit of goofiness. Uh, I really, really liked Elliot Gould's performance. He plays Philip Marlowe. Who is uh, Raymond Chandler's uh, famous creation? Uh, there have been like, a ton of Philip Marlowe adaptations in the past. Like The Big Sleep, I think, is probably the most famous one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked it up online just to make sure because occasionally, like, I remember things from the past that uh, aren't right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, I remember this correctly: that uh, Powers Booth played Philip Marlowe in an HBO series uh, in the mid '80s. Oh yeah. And uh, my parents and I used to watch it all the time on Saturday nights. Didn't play it as goofy, right? No, it was it was pretty straight. And I think it even took place in the '40s, which is when Chandler wrote most of his uh, novels. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going through adolescence. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Oh I yes, recommend it. can't wait till I get my pubes. I can't wait either. <laughs> <laughs> my voice is cracking when I when I said that. Even wow. Uh. <clears throat> Nothing like a couple miners drinking beer after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like uh the the opening scene in the movie where he's hanging out with his cat. I think like that was probably my favorite scene in the movie. Not to say that it goes downhill from there. It's just no. that that was just an amazing scene. Yeah. And uh, it really set a tone for like, okay, this is not going to be. It's not going to take itself too seriously. Right, right. But it's going to be a pretty well, well-made well movie. Yeah. Uh, there are tons of things I liked about the movie. Uh, the cat thing was incredible. Yeah. Uh, I think that may just be because you know, we're, we're cat people. We're cat we're, people. We're, 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 we're like, related. We like the kitties. Yeah, they, they hooked us in right then <laughs> there. And, and dogs are pretty uh, maligned throughout the film. Mm-hmm. So, I'm a dog guy, too. I know you're, you, you've got your dog, and I mean, she's an awesome dog, but, yeah. you know, I'm... Yeah, not big on them. I'm more of a, uh, I don't, don't tell my dog, but I'm more of a cat guy. Of course, yeah. I've had my cat years longer than the dog, so right, that's probably right. why. So, yeah, but, uh, yeah, they, they hooked us in with that, and, uh. And then the, the guy, and then right after that, the guy with the sweet hair at the, uh, all night grocery <laughs> store, he looked like he stepped right out of a, uh, I don't know, like a trickster video or something. Probably pre, uh, and pre trickster. Yeah, this is 73, right? Yeah, yeah. Trickster was, uh, there in high school probably at that point. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was very, very well acted, everyone. Yeah. Ellie Gould definitely awesome. Yeah, I, I just, I love character actors. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like guys who, they're not exactly leading men, but they're also not exactly, oh, it's that guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they're distinctive. Like Bill Macy or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, although Bill Macy, I mean, I like him, but he does tend to play sort of the same guy in a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, 
I mean, he's great at it, and usually those characters have, like, a full range that they go through. Yeah. He but, changes it up a bit. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's no, he's no Kevin Spacey here or there. <laughs> Kevin Spacey hasn't done anything good since... Um, I guess The Usual Suspects. Oh, seven? He was awesome in Seven. Uh, wasn't Seven before then? I don't think so. I think it was after. Uh, I don't know. And uh, American Beauty? He was great in that. I never saw that. Lex Luthor? Hello. I did like Superman Returns. I, I thought he was my favorite part of that movie, yeah. Lex Luthor. Uh, but I, I was—I guess I went in hoping that uh, he'd be more like a modern-day comic version of Lex Luthor, rather than Gene Hackman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but we're not here to talk about Kevin Spacey's no. horrible choices. Heck no. <laughs> shoot! <laughs> shoot! No. Ah, no language. None of that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, no, but, uh, yeah, I just, I, I dig actors who, who just have, like, a distinctive look. Uh-huh. They're, they're not pretty boys. You know, they're, they're more well-known than, like, you know, background guy X. Right. You know. Uh, He's not, like, the guy that was Larry and my brother Daryl, that guy. Right, yeah. Whoever that is. Right. He, he's he's the that that is almost the epitome of that guy. <laughs> yeah, like I've seen that guy in a hundred films. Don't know his name. Right. <laughs> Never will. Yeah. But uh so Elliot Gould I think is sort of in that class. Ernest Ernest Borgnine would be another one I, I consider in that area. Hmm. Uh Bruce Campbell, I would even say nowadays. Mostly like, uh, I heard an interview with him, uh, not too long ago where he, he sort of said, you know, uh, early in his career, you know, he, he was, uh, he's always felt that he was a, a character actor and a movie star's body. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, now he's old enough that he can actually be the character actor now. You know, cause he's, he's aged enough that, that he has the distinctive look. Yeah. To, to not be the pretty boy, but, you know... To, well, good for him. Yeah, to, to be Ernest Borgnine and... He's sagging Elliot in Gould. all the right spots. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, Elliot Gould. Uh, an amazing performance, I thought. Because mm-hmm. uh, it ranged from sort of that drunken, mumbly, like, disheveled private eye yeah. to drunken, hyperactive... T- you know, uh, he, oh man, he's witty. Yeah, he yeah he was he was funny, very funny and subdued. Like yeah. he wasn't, he wasn't definitely not over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when he was funny, he was very funny. Yeah, and he smoked more cigarettes than than like uh, twenty high school girls. <laughs> it was crazy. He was smoking in almost every scene. It made me want to smoke a cigarette. I haven't smoked cigarettes in a long time. Yeah. I think between this and Mad Men, you're probably I know uh, it's really testing it testing my <laughs> my limits there. Uh, but uh, uh, there's also some actors in it that uh, that kind of recognize a little bit. Uh, that one, that beefy guy, he looks familiar. Uh, well, I wasn't gonna get to that just yet, but like uh, the little doctor guy. Yeah, uh, I think he was in Laughing. Was he in Burbs? Yes. I think he was in the Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was the, the, uh, 
creepy neighbor. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the father, the grandfather, whatever he was. Yeah. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. It's such a great movie. It's pretty good. <clears throat> uh, Henry Gibson is that guy's name. Oh, good, good recall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think he was on Laughing. Never seen Laughing. I used to watch it quite a bit. It was on uh, Nick at Night. Ooh, that. Nick at Night. <laughs> I love <laughs> Nick at Night. Wow, Nick at Night was awesome. Oh. Then uh, uh, I should have looked it up. I didn't. Uh, well, I wanted to double check, but I forgot. Uh, David Carradine maybe was I, in it in the prison. I, yeah, yeah, we we both like looked at each other like that's David Carradine, right? He was in it for like forty seconds, right? And uh, probably a better performance than anything he's done since Kung Fu. <laughs> anything from uh, Kung Fu to uh, Kill Bill, right. like that entire stretch of time. Uh, that 40-second performance is probably better than anything. Yeah, he yeah, he's bottled it up and yeah. saved it for that scene. And then he did uh, Kill Bill, which redeemed him, and then he went back to doing crap again. It does, I don't even know what he, what has he done. Uh, like Yellow Book commercials. Oh, sorry to hear that. <laughs> That's too bad. It seems like there's a point in your career where you don't do shit like that anymore. Right. Like, I mean, he's David Carradine. He could just go around to Detroit Motor City Con and, like, Sign autographs, yeah. you know. Well, I, I, I saw him at uh, Mid Ohio. Yeah. Uh, okay. It was like four years ago when I went, and uh, it was him, Brad Dorif, uh, the the voice of Chucky. Right. Yeah. And uh, on the other side of him, the Soup Nazi. <laughs> That's pretty eclectic. I was thinking, like him, Lieutenant Uhura, and King Kong Bundy, but yeah, that's yeah. pretty. That's pretty close to being the same thing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's like one of those celebrity shows where they put like Carrot Top and uh, one of the Fat Boys in a, yeah, in a house and have them go insane. And it was uh, it was actually really sad because uh, I was standing in line to meet Alan Davis, artist uh, artist of Excalibur. Yes. And many other things that are so much awesomer than Excalibur. Awesomer? Yes. I said it. I will fully copy that. All right. Cool. All right. <laughs> but I was standing in line to meet uh, Alan Davis. I had my Captain Britain trade paperback oh, okay. that Alan Moore wrote. Ooh. So, nice. fuck you and your fucking Excalibur. Peter David, though. Come on. He's good. Huh? Peter David's good. Couldn't he write Excalibur? No. Peter David? No. Didn't he? No. Who, who wrote that? Uh, Chris Claremont and Alan Davis. Oh, really? I thought Peter David some of that. Nope. Huh. X-Factor. Peter David wrote. And X-Factor is awesome. So you can take that fucking beer bottle and shove it down your throat until you choke and die. I liked the X-Factors that he did. Okay. I, I haven't read the new one that he does, but... Yeah. I read the old ones. Okay. Well, well, back off on you for now. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Man. Uh, <laughs> we're getting all catty in here. Wow. <laughs> Uh, that was creepy. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I'm standing in line to meet Alan Davis. Uh, end of that story. I did not meet Alan Davis. The line was so damn long, and apparently he's such a nice guy that he talked to everyone for like an hour. Oh, yeah. And so, like, after about 45 minutes of standing in the exact same spot, I decided that uh, we were just going to leave. See, but uh, are they a nice guy if they do that? I mean, there's like a fine line where you're like... That's cool that he talks to that guy for six hours, but he's, he's, is he being nice to, like, the other 40 people in line? Well, he's going to talk to the next guy for uh, equal time. I know. How about that yeah. last guy, though? He's oh, honest. that last guy is going to get 
pissed or yeah. he's going to stick it out because he's such an uber nerd. But yeah, know. yeah. I mean, I well, wondered that. I was, I was sick at the time. And, uh, my girlfriend at the time was getting kind of bored, just standing there. Right. But uh, we were standing in this line for such a long time. And right across the way was David Carradine, Brad Dourif, and the Super Nazi. And in that entire time that I was in line, not a single person went up to their tail. Oh, really? Yeah. And, I like, see. I kept looking at them. I, I kept making eye contact with David Carradine. And uh, he would just kind of look at me once in a while and uh, <laughs> uh, just sort of, I don't know, looked like... Uh, he just wanted to kill every single person in that line. Yeah, I never thought about this before because I've I've never went to talk to an actor. But what actors do when no one's at the table? Because like at a comic convention, they draw, right? The comic artists, if no one's at the table, they're sitting there sketching. Right. Yeah. Actors just like what do they do? They just sit there. They, they just sit there like do uh, crossword puzzles. David Carradine and the Soup Nazi would like talk to each other once in a while, and occasionally like David Carradine would look over at Brad Dourif and say something. And, yeah. But for the most part, they were just sitting there wow. silently. I gotta be bored. Oh yeah, they should be drawn. <laughs> I'd, love, I'd, I'd love to see uh, Brad Dorf comics. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Movie. Oh yeah. Uh. So yeah, David Carradine was was might have been in it for forty seconds. We're, we're not sure, but we think it was. In. Yeah, it looked like him in the yeah. prison. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then uh, towards the end of the movie. Uh, uh, somebody showed up, and uh, it was kind of funny. Had no lines whatsoever, but uh, certainly made his presence known. Had a great mustache. Had a great mustache. He was in his underwear. Yeah, he flexed his pecs. <laughs> and we're talking about, of course, Regis Philbin. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Governator. The Governator. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I love it when you see him in old movies where he doesn't have lines yet. Yeah. It was, I wonder if this is at the time when he was going by the name Arnold Strong. Arnold Strong. Uh. <laughs> was this around uh, the Hercules goes to New York uh, era? I can't or? remember what year that was. Like Hercules, yeah, Hercules in New York, something. Hercules, Hercules goes to bananas. Uh, so yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, he used to be in the. I think it was late '60s comic books, like posing with a girl on his shoulder. Yeah. And it didn't say Arnold Schwarzenegger. It said like. You know, the strong man right, or something. Right, that's yeah. all it said. Back, yeah, I don't know. This was 73. I don't know if that was when he was... Yeah. Was this uh, pre or post pumping iron? <laughs> this had to be post. Right. I'd imagine. I don't... Oh, pumping oh, iron. Pumping iron is so good. Have you seen that? No. Wow. <laughs> that's a really good movie. I We rented it as a joke. Right. Mean, this is a really, really entertaining documentary. You kids in here ironic viewing habits. <laughs> well, we were like, maybe we could watch this on Bad Movie Night, because we used to do Bad Movie Night every right. And uh, we watched it to, pre, you know, pre-scan pre, pre uh, scan it or whatever, pre-screen right. it. That's actually a great movie. Yeah. yeah. So. But yeah, Arnold was great in this movie. He had yellow underwear and no yellow, underwear, a mustache and crazy no lines. mustache, no lines. Yeah. <laughs> That's and like, like as soon as he takes off his shirt, you just saw him yeah, flex it, oh, his yeah. and kind of like do the, the Superman pose. Yeah, and... he had to steal a scene by alternating his uh, pecs, pectoral muscles, pumping them. <laughs> uh, the plot of the movie is a little, probably a little too complicated to get into. Yeah, uh, yeah It's, it's a typical. murder mystery, uh, been with some twists and turns that 
I kind of saw coming from the get-go. Yeah, I mean, there's always that thing in the noir movies, or noir. noir. Or, noir. <laughs> if you're Frank Miller. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's always, like, the dames and the blackmail and the or money coming in. And, right. And, you yeah. know, like, oh, this dame's actually looking at this dude, and she's, right, she's yeah. screwing this guy over. There's always those... Traps or whatever, or not traps, but uh, tropes. Tropes, yes. Ooh, very good. I got my vowels in a number. <laughs> my vowels are all in a bunch. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a good, it was a good uh, representation of that. I mean, obviously, it's based on, like you said, Chandler. Not right. Um, he's pretty much known for that. But there was a scene, the scene with Arnold. Uh, like you kind of looked over at me, like, "Oh, look, hey!" Like this knowing, like silent look, like, "Hey, look, it's Arnold." And I was yeah. like, "Oh, yeah!" And we both thought that we were talking about different things because that scene reminded me so much of the scene in Brick that we reviewed many right. episodes ago. Like it was almost the same setup, even like the character, like the character walks in and the the boss guy is visiting, like in the swivel chair facing the wall, and he turns around, and right. it just reminded me so much of that scene. I wonder if they borrowed that. I don't know, because I think that scene's in a lot of crime movies and anything where there's, like, uh, it's true. a definite bad guy. Yeah, it's, I think it's even in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which is a great crime noir movie. Of course. Wow. George Lucas is, of course, uh, one of the kings of uh, noir, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, That's what he's known for. Exactly. That's uh, how he's made those billions of dollars. <laughs> um, there's a lot of great cinema photography. C- cinema photography. Mm, it is photography. Cinema. 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 Photography. Photography. Oh, you mean like okay, like the just interesting, like like the just interesting angles and like establishing shots that lead into other things yeah. or. Where you can see the reflections in the glass. Oh, man, that part like, was amazing. There's, like, two scenes yeah. watching at the same time. Uh, yeah, there's a scene where uh, this, this couple is having an argument in their house, and uh, Philip Marlowe is uh, waiting to be uh, called back into the house. And we can see him in the reflection doing things in the background. Right, like kicking stones and yeah, just walking around. yeah. The, the, the whole yeah, the whole scene you can see him. It's yeah, it is literally like you're watching two different camera angles yeah. on the same screen. It, it almost like there was one point where it almost got too busy, where I was like, ah, oh, it's a little muddled. But yeah, but yeah, it, it really worked. It was it was very very inventive. Yeah. Or uh, there was the one shot where uh, two people are having a conversation, and the camera like starts focusing on like a weird place, and like you're not really sure what the hell's happening. But then as it keeps going, it like, starts focusing on this woman's chin, almost. And, like, why are they going in on, like, her chin like that? But then you see, like, way in the fucking background, like, there's something going on. Okay. You know, and, and uh, I can't the, remember the that. scene unfolds. I can't remember that scene. Uh, oh, well. Yes. Sounds amazing. I wish I would have seen it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's this movie called? I need to watch it sometime. Uh, yeah, let's tell the listeners. You had no idea what we were watching when you came in. Yeah, I know, yeah. Like, I even, I was walking my dog today, and I saw one of my friends was hanging out at some neighbor's house that I had no idea she, she ever 
visits there, Lauren. She was just yeah, hanging yeah. out. And she's like, hey, what's up? What are you doing tonight? You want to hang out? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I can't. I'm going over to do a podcast. And she's like, oh, yeah, you guys review stuff or something for that podcast, right? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah. And she's like, what are you reviewing tonight? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, hopefully it's not a book because I haven't read it. <laughs> I was like, I cannot remember what we're supposed to review. Uh, but Lauren said she listened. Yeah, whatever. They all lie. God. I don't think Pat even listens. He just downloads them and then he reads the little blurbs and like, oh yeah, hey, Southland Tales, that's great. Yeah, good job, chaps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that part where you, you know, meander about for a while and don't talk about the movie. And we're like, he did listen. <laughs> we're very formulaic. Mm. Let's, let's admit that. Well, right off the bat. that's what all my ex-girlfriends said. Uh, mine usually just say, hurry up and get off it. (laughs) (laughs) Sadness. Anyway. Uh, I also wanted to mention the sound in the movie. Um, I have never heard a movie like this before in my life. Uh, Did you get get high right before the movie? No. No. Okay. Had some energy jerk. Some (laughs) some chai tea. Ooh, maybe you heightened your senses. Could be. Uh, no, honestly, at first, because uh, I don't have a, a super fancy uh, TV setup, and mm. I've just got my TV, and whatever sound comes from anything that I'm playing on, it just comes from the speakers in the TV. Mm-hmm. And occasionally, like, uh, certain movies that have, uh, like, you know, 5.1 Dolby Surround Sound THX 1138, uh... <laughs> George Lucas's boner right in the speaker yeah. box. Uh, you know, sometimes, like, uh, those movies, like, some of the mix gets muddled, like, you know, like, background sounds become more prominent than they probably should be. Oh, yeah. Uh, and like I said, that's usually due to the fact that, like, you know, these kids with their crazy technology and all their, the super fantastic... rumble boxes and Right, whatnot. right. Uh, Whatever that is. Yeah, so... Usually, I just think that it's you know, my TV can't handle that, so it's just kind of muddled. Uh, but with like older movies, like this one was, uh, it's just like a regular two-channel stereo output. Uh-huh. Uh, it's usually pretty clear uh, on my TV. Uh, but this movie, like there, there was just so much noise. Like there was just a wall of sound, and like at times it was really distracting. Hmm. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't catch. I didn't catch that. Those would be like people talking, and then people talking over each other, and then more people talking on top of that, and then like all the background noise, like, like waves crashing, the the police station yeah. where there's just noise. Uh, you know, on the streets there's cars, and there's other people talking. You know, huh. people talking over each other, over each other, over each other. Then there's like you know, music playing on the radio. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it just sort of all just built up. I thought. I thought. I mean, I didn't notice that particularly, but I mean, I, I know what you're talking about. I thought that was just like the way movies were kind of made, like in that time period. You know, like they didn't have, the, you know, as as high quality sound recording equipment. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I've never heard a movie like this before. Like huh. That way, you know, just with so much. Noise, but, but but that's like a defect. You're saying? No, I'm saying it's kind of awesome. Okay, but you said sometimes it was a little distracting. A little bit, because yeah. like you know, there's well, like the scene where Marla gets picked up and arrested, uh, and 
he's being interrogated, but we're through the window, and so you can barely hear him. And then the two cops behind the window are having a conversation while, like, you hear, like, police station noises behind them. Okay. But it's all, like, on the same level. Okay. Yeah, yeah and I think that was done on purpose. I can't say for sure because I'm retarded. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like, in times like that, it was distracting. Yeah. But I think that was done on purpose. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, also, no music in the movie, except for, I think, like, three places there was, like, a, a score, and then the rest of the time, all the music was just, like, playing on the radio. I know. That. Like, that was great. That, I think I think that's a really smart move for a movie like this, where, you know, you want to, like, be through the eyes of the character, and if there's if there's music that, you know, obviously isn't happening in the scene, it kind of takes you out of that, and it right. makes you feel like you're just watching the whole seen on unfurl but yeah, yeah. When, when he was like walking up to the house and peeking in the windows and if there's music there you'd be like oh it's that scene where he's peeking in the window right, right. But, like if there's no music it's like you're there with him you know but it's like you watch a lot of older movies and this and it's like everything has like all this music that just builds up yeah but like for no reason whatsoever right yeah, yeah. and music i think is one of the things that make horror movies pretty ineffective like, uh, you know, like, you're, you're building up, you're building up to that big cat jumping out of the cupboard thing. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, I, I just, I hate that. That'd be a creepy horror movie if there was no music. Oh. That'd be so creepy. Uh, there are a few out there. Not not too many, but there are some, and I think they're awesome for those parts that there are no music. Name one. Dagon. Dagon? Dagon. Okay. It's, uh, Stuart Gordon. Uh, who directed the reanimator movies. Okay. Uh, it's like an H.P. Lovecraft uh, adaptation. I might check it out. That uh, sounds... It does have a score to it, but like during like a good chunk of like the middle of it, like there's this big chase scene like with monsters and shit like that, and there's no music whatsoever. Yeah, it's, I mean, it sounds like they would add a creepiness to it. Oh, yeah, totally. Because it's, like you said, not giving you all the cues of exactly. how to react yeah. It's like No Country for Old Men. Which yeah. You, have you seen, you yeah, seen that? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah, I just... Uh, music has its place, and, and that's fine, but like, I just I, I love a movie that can pull that off. I saw John Williams' name. Is that the John Williams? Like, I believe so, like yes. Jaws, Star yeah. Wars John Williams? Okay. Yeah, that, yeah, I think that's, uh, you know, backing up my point. That you, John Williams did the score for this. Uh, but, like, there's only, like, two places where there's an actual, like, not within the world of the movie score. Right. You know, and then the rest of the time it's just that one song adapted into, like, eight different, uh, genres. <laughs> Man, they couldn't afford to pay him, and they just, they just had him do one song. Well, he wrote this, yeah, this is one song called The Long Goodbye. Uh-huh. And... With John uh, Mercer or something? Who? who uh, I forget who the other guy was. It may have been John Mercer. That sounds familiar. Uh... But they adapted it for like a Muzak, jazz, like a mariachi band, and like it's like every time you hear music on the radio, it's that song just done in a different, different style. style. Oh wow, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah. Man, there's so many things I didn't notice tonight. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just out of it. Yeah. Well, let's quit. I did notice his neighbors in the movie. Oh yes. He has cool neighbors. Yeah, he has pretty awesome neighbors. <laughs> Some uh, lesbian hippie nudist chicks. Yeah, there's like four of them that are always hanging on the balcony doing topless, yoga, topless, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, 
that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I wish I, I wish my neighbors were. Like yeah, that. your neighbors are not quite as cool as that. No, no, they're not. So I, I, the story I've already told you personally, but I've not told uh, the listener oh. uh, about the neighbor. But uh, we'll take a break. <laughs> oh sure. Do uh, you have anything uh, super? Uh, nothing. No, nothing. No, I get nothing. We're done. I just wanted to say something about those neighbors. Okay. Cute, cute neighbors. Yeah. Oh, uh, spoiler. He never gets his cat back. Never gets his cat. That made me sad. Yeah, it is sad. Yeah. But he doesn't seem to really freak out about that. No, well, he is kind of just, he is a laid back person. He, he is only, very laid back. I like throughout the movie, he freaks out like once. I know. I like how he talks to everyone who's not even listening to him. Like he'll walk by and like, it's okay by me, lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I need to adopt that sort of uh, attitude. <laughs> Just muttering to yourself. Yeah, because I'm pretty laid back. I just need to start muttering to myself. Yeah, Dad, that extra layer of crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's what we all mean. That's where I'm going with that. All right. Uh, let's take a break because uh, we ran really long with this segment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's you know, what we get for talking about nothing. Yep. <laughs> and contests that will never happen. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't send them. We encourage you not to because, you know, why, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to? No one wants to. Yeah. Forget we have a bunch. Hopefully you have. Alright. South of the river's mouth Migration slopes slowly towards mainland And there Salt air fills the gills of the dead bait in hand. The deep hills in riot, the coastline is quiet, asleep and divided in bands. Well, be a Spawning 
the detail decline Via dorsal cuts, hook, sink and line The anchors have settled The tanks are full level The flags have been raised Half mast on the bow And harpoons are loaded The tanks have been lowered The mask's on The diver is down Now and they're charming the ocean The signal is I think he's in trouble The water is red, red, red You motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That was unnecessarily cool of me. You like the F is the F word your favorite expletive word? Ah, uh, probably. I'm trying to think of one. I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but it's the easiest to use. because uh, you can use it. It's anyway. us- it's universal. Yeah. 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 You can use it as a noun or an adjective. Like, you know. Or a verb. Or a verb, yeah. Maybe even an adverb, I don't know. Sometimes. Maybe a gerund phrase, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think you can pretty much use it as anything. Yeah. It is an awesome word. It is very fucking versatile. Yes, it is. Uh, Fuckingly so. Versatile, it's versatile as fuck. I don't know if there would be... Uh, I'm sure I have, like, one specific word that would be my favorite swear word. Mm-hmm. Probably one that I don't use too often to to not lessen its uh, effect. Right. Okay. You like you like you pull it out of the box and just right. But uh, shine it up and then use it just verbally slash it. Yeah. yeah I just uh, could not think of what that word would be at this current point mm. in time. Maybe sometime we'll we'll use it on yeah, the show. Maybe. And you're like, that's it. That's the word. Yeah. You're like, cunt tired. That's it. But it's kind of an awesome word. Yeah. I don't think that's a real word, but no. But uh, you know, no one. You know, as Ed Nasner told me once that uh, sometimes <laughs> making up swear words is fun. Ed Asner said that. Yes. <laughs> I, I learned that this uh, past uh, couple days. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was reading this website, uh, Cracked.com, mm-hmm. uh, and they they had a list of uh, hip hop slang words that. Uh, you know, aren't necessarily made up by hip-hop people. Okay. Uh, and, uh, the one word was crunk. Really? Crazy, yeah. crazy drunk, right? No. Really? No. Crunk means nothing. Uh, it, it, yeah. There's like 300 different definitions for it on like UrbanDictionary.com. Uh-huh. Uh, Webster's, their definition of it is word that has multiple definitions. <laughs> There's really? no meaning of the word crunk. Really? They can attribute it 
to uh, Conan O'Brien, uh, like in in his early days on the uh, the late night, uh, saying they're encouraging people to use the word "crunk" uh, in place of swear words, <laughs> and, and just try to fit it into like everyday conversations. Really? Yeah. Uh, so the, so that's where they attribute to, but they could not find any like clips of Conan like actually doing this. But they found a clip of Ed Asner hosting a sort of uh, self-help stress relief seminar. Uh, Ed Asner in like a, a jumpsuit, uh, giving tips on how to relieve stress. And one of his tips is the to uh, make up your own swear words, <laughs> like crunk. Uh, no, but oh, yeah. uh, oh, I was gonna say, I hope he, hope he actually said crunk. No, this looked like it was from like the mid eighties. Okay. So, and the example they showed was like some guy sitting on a couch reading a newspaper, and then uh, all of a sudden he folds up his newspaper and he's like, "Well, it's Super Bowl," and then like takes his remote control and turns on the TV, and the TV then explodes in a ball of flame, and he sits there and makes like a crazy. Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton, mad face, and uh, then starts making up just uh, strings of gibberish. Like, uh, just gibberish curse words. Yeah. Okay. Just like, got to put a sigma in a for sure. And, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, what crunk is. That's, That's weird. I thought that was crazy drunk. I always thought it was just crazy drunk. Nope. No. Other definitions are uh, someone who's high on crack and drunk. Ooh. Or dressing up like a clown and slam dancing. <laughs> Those are two different things. Completely. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, crunk has no meaning. It's a gibberish word. I'm proud to know that. I'll tell all the kids at uh, work. Good. Good. Spread the word. Not the word crunk. No, yeah. yeah. It's not a word. No, exactly. It's made up. Aren't all words made up, though, really? Eh, in a way. But in a way. Yeah. What if? It's a crazy language thing. <laughs> Fucking cavemen learning stuff. Communication. Fuck that. <laughs> Cuttards. Oh. <laughs> Don't use that word. Why not? Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> I really can't believe that came out of my mouth. <laughs> Before it came out of yours. So. <laughs> That's such a you word. It, it is. That's why I used it yeah. so enthusiastically. Let's <laughs> uh, <laughs> see a neighbor story. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, all right, so my neighbors, which I think I've mentioned on the show, I've, I've had more than my fair share of troubles. Oh, yeah. Um... I think the last thing I said was that they were getting evicted. Uh, well, turns out, no. Yeah. Uh, the person that my landlord rightfully rented out the apartment to, uh, has promised him that she would kick out the ten other people that were living up there. The sleeping bags. Yeah. Like sardine <clears throat> can style. Yeah. And to be fair, since, uh, I came back from staying at my parents' house for a while, um, they're, they have not been here. It's good. Uh, there was the yabba dabba doo thing, or the, the hey, 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 fat Albert, whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't think I told that on, on the show here, but I'm not gonna get into that now. But you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Uh, <clears throat> other than that incident, uh, I haven't really, there hasn't been enough 
going on up there for me to really complain about. Like, I hear footsteps occasionally, which is what I would expect from having an upstairs neighbor. Yeah. You know, just right. people walking around occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of would make sense. Right. Which is all I ever wanted. Yeah. Uh, so she's promised that those people will not be up there. And again, she's quiet as a mouse, lives alone. But her boyfriend is often here, who I believe is a pimp. Uh, he wears fur coats and fedoras and drives a Cadillac and wears a lot of jewelry. You put it together. Uh, <laughs> maybe he's just going through his pimp phase. Could be. He's like 50 something. Yeah, so, yeah. you know. He's, it's at that point, it's a lifestyle. Right. Um, so apparently, this past Tuesday, and I heard them up there earlier in the night. Again, just footsteps, because that's all I expect. Yeah. Uh, and I was up till probably 1.30 in the morning that day, uh, just playing video games and goofing off and not being able to sleep, just because I'm an insomniac and a night owl. Right. <clears throat> so eventually I went to bed, and apparently I passed the fuck out, because I did not wake up until my alarm went off in the morning. 5.30. Uh... So you know, I went to work, and then I went to visit my parents uh, that evening. And my mom, who works right next door to me, uh, she and I were driving uh, to the mall. And she said, so what's the deal with your neighbors? I said, I don't know. You tell me. So, you know, she's here and talking to my landlord more often than I am, so she, right. she would know more. Right. <clears throat> and she was like, well, what happened last night? Nothing. She's like, oh, I guess you really passed out. I guess. Apparently, at some point between 1.30 and 5.30, because uh, my windows were open, so you know, usually I can hear There's a, everything. Yeah, car doors and such. Yeah. Uh, apparently, between those four hours, um, the neighbor and her boyfriend, the pimp, had a huge fight. She stormed out of the apartment, ran around in the back parking lot here, and started screaming obscenities at him. And then, using something, uh, started started smashing his car up and calling him a motherfucker at the top of her lungs. Uh, to which the house behind my building. And the apartments on the other side and the house on the diagonal side all sort of just came out to see what the fuck was going on. And I guess the next day I complained to my landlord that uh, this was happening. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So she smashed the pimp's Cadillac. I guess so. Oh, uh, I have not seen or heard from anyone the, up there the, since then. The pimp mobile is out of whack. Yeah. yeah. So uh, who knows what the fuck's going on there. Uh, I do know that uh, at the the storefronts, there's uh, like a a bootleg purse shop. Uh-huh. I guess they're trying to convince my landlord to kick the people out so that they can use the upstairs apartment as a storage area. But that just tickle you pink, right? Oh my god, that would be the most awesome thing yeah. on the face of the planet. Because <clears throat> they are not here past seven, and they're only open like four days a week. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Wow, how can they afford to? I have no idea. They have a gigantic fucking 
UPS truck painted green out back too. Really? Full of their merchandise. I bet they do a lot of eBay sales. Probably. Dayton, yeah. yeah, Dayton probably doesn't really warrant that sort of, you know, giant purse business. Yeah. Well, this is just such a weird area, uh, mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of at the crux of, uh, retirement village, white trashville, and Oakwood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> you sort of get like the, the wanderers from all those, uh. Yeah. So it's a very weird place to have, you know, the bootleg purse shop and the sex shop right next to it. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, you know, you could, uh, buy a purse and then go and buy a dildo and hide it in your purse. Uh, right. Or exactly. Or hide. If you get the right dildo, you can hide your purse in the dildo. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> if you're so lucky. Yes. <clears throat> well, that's exciting. I hope they move out. I mean, I've never encountered them, but they seem to be causing you such malaise, you know. Well, that's because, uh, you know, as late as you're over here sometimes, they usually come home later. Yeah. And that's when they start making the noise. I say, yeah, I, I usually leave around 12 or 1. And, right. Yeah. <sighs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Anything else exciting going on? Uh, I got a new phone. Yeah? yeah. Cell phone? Cell phone. Yeah. Uh, oh, there was a rotary phone in the movie that we watched earlier, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> I love rotary phones. <laughs> I remember we had them at my house when I was a kid. That's how old I am. My You're... mom uh, had a rotary phone at her shop uh, probably oh. up until 15 years ago. That's so cool. <laughs> I love those things. <laughs> it takes you forever to dial a, anything more than a three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she had uh, call forwarding on her phone because, like, you know, her customers would call, and so she'd forward it to go to our house uh-huh. in Beaver Creek. And the call forwarding involved, like, entering, like, a five-digit code and then the phone number that you were at and then the phone number you're sending it to. <laughs> oh, man, that took, like, 16 hours. <laughs> and can you imagine dialing 911 back then? Because the nine's, like, the longest oh, number. Uh, it, it, by the time you, you dial it, you know, the emergency's over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn it, oh, well. Why isn't it 111? Fuck. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess at the time it was just zero. Oh, yeah. Which is still pretty long. <laughs> yeah. That's still about 27 minutes yeah. to go all the way around there. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, uh, next week is a comic episode. Yay, I like comic books. Yeah, me too, sometimes. Except for most of the ones I've read recently. Well, I've been waiting to pick uh, this one comic for months now. Yeah. Because it was supposed to come out, like, towards the end of March. <clears throat> and and I've somehow refrained from ever picking a Jeffrey Brown comic book, okay. and he's he's one of my favorite comics cartoonists. Yes. I, I would say cartoonist, especially okay. like comic artist, but he's a cartoonist. Yeah. Uh, so I've wanted to pick one for a while, and you mentioned the other day I, you you haven't read much by him, right? You've read I've read his uh, Cat book, uh-huh. and like some of his shorter things that I've just found online, like his Wolverine story. Oh, that's a cool one. Uh, the zombies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, not not too much of his is. The Balkans were. Well, he had, supposedly he had a, uh, well, I mean, well, he does have it coming out, but there's a, um, autobiographical graphic novel called Funny Misshapen Body that's supposed to be out in March. Uh-huh. Still isn't out. Like, uh, I don't know what's keeping it. I have no idea. I've heard reviews of it online. Yeah. I've, I've seen people talking about it. See, I've checked at Diamond too. I was like, maybe they just screwed us up, but I looked and it still says that they haven't got them yet. Huh. So I don't know what's going on. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to pick one of his books right. that I have read. It's been a while. 
haven't read in a couple years, uh, or a year and a half, whatever, whenever it came out. Right. Um, Incredible Change Bots. Okay. Cause, Sweet. Because uh, I was thinking, you know, that would be a that would be one for the show. All right. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to others for the show. Uh, well, no. I mean, it's a little different. It's 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 not his usual thing because it's you know fictional it, and it's a parody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a little different, but yeah. it's it's fun. So <clears throat> we'll I'm gonna I'm gonna be super honest here, I, and like I said, you know, I've, I've not read too much of his stuff. Uh, I'm glad you picked one of his fictional works. Yeah. Uh, I was not looking forward to reading anything autobiographical. Autobiographical uh-huh. by him. Uh, or most anyone else for that matter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, is it just him you don't want to read about? Okay. It's pretty much everyone. So yeah. you hate my comics then? <laughs> you tolerate them because you know I them. tolerate them because I know you, but yeah. uh, I would I would so much rather see you do fictional work. Yeah, well, I've got a couple of stories I'm yeah. working on. Yeah. So we'll see what your, your, yours are very least funny at times, and then, like, I get a kick out of some of the stuff. But. You're like, ah, there's Zippy breaking his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I know about that. Yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm just, uh, I don't know, I guess we can get into that whole discussion after yeah. we read that and right. discuss Jeffrey Brown. Sounds good to me. All right. So I may end up picking his other book if it ever comes out. That's fine. It might be. I'll, I'll wait a while, since so it's not like, if it comes out next week, I won't have, like, two of them. Right, 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 right. But, but uh, I mean, I'm, like, uh, we've talked about our veto policy, uh-huh. which, uh, as of this point, neither of us have affected. It, it's like that button that you hope the president never uses. Right, like, right He's got yeah, it. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, cause, cause we joke occasionally, but I don't think that either of us are ever gonna go out of our way to pick something that, you know, right. I know you're deliberately gonna hate, you yeah. know, you know, so. I, I tested the boundary with that Star Trek thing, though. You tested it, but, uh, even still, like, you know, not being a Star Trek fan and, uh, sort of souring on Claremont in the past ten years, you know, I knew that maybe I wasn't going to enjoy it, but, you know, I was still willing to give it a shot because really? well, I'm, I've enjoyed Star would've. Trek things in the past, and I've enjoyed Claremont in the past. I just and yes, I, I wish I would have, <laughs> too, but uh, live and learn. Yeah, exactly. And, and you didn't know that it was going to be that bad either. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. That's, How that's, could I have? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I think even if, like, I picked, like, uh... Like a trade paperback of like Brigade or, or Bloodstrike. I would totally read. I was thinking about putting together a run of Bloodstrike just to read it. I was like, maybe now that would be hilarious. You know? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I'm know. curious. If I'm not big on the whole entertainment or irony as entertainment thing anymore. You know? I just. I was never into that. Right. Well, I don't, I don't mean just for irony's sake, but just to look at it and be like, he was serious. Right. And this is his version of artwork. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna muddle through it if I have to. Yeah, but uh, I, I hate to get into this diner trap because you know I, you gotta go. Mm. But uh, you know, I, yeah, he was serious, but not in the way that like you know Craig Thompson is serious, or you know you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean he 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 knows he's not. Making high art, right. he knows that he's making entertainment. Yeah, and 
for good or bad, you know, I mean, he, he's taking the entertainment seriously, but all he's trying to do is tell just a fun, over-the-top superhero story. But see, even, like, Evan Dorkin, I would say, just tries to entertain, and his are art. Well, yeah, but that that's where you get into, like, levels of talent. Yeah. And, you know, they're also both trying to accomplish two very different things. You know, Evan Dorkin is just making funny comic strips. Right. I'm purely talking about just his dork stuff. Yeah. and Milk and um, cheese. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, and those are just, like, satire and, and just poking fun at everything. Whereas Rob Liefeld is just trying to tell an action story. Yeah. With, with super huge gray haired guys. And gritting teeth and, and gritting kind of teeth and guns and pouches. <laughs> Tons of pouches. Tons of pouches. Not just pouches. How dare you say I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You need like eight adjectives to describe the number of pouches that he uses. Uh, how about just one adjective? Eight. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think eight is an adjective, but. Uh, yeah, and, then, uh, and it still doesn't begin to describe the number of pouches any one of his character has. Uh, but you, you know what I'm trying to say. I mean, he's. He knows that he's not writing the next Watchmen or the next Blankets or even an issue of Dork. Right. He knows that he's writing Bloodstrike. Number seven. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like, I, I don't want to rip on him for that. Right. And, you know, I mean, he's, he's very earnest in what he's doing. But, yeah, the stuff's not great. No. But, but he's certainly... I wonder if there is an entertainment value, though, other than to, like, 14-year-olds and people that, right, right, right. you know, have an easily entertained mind. You know, like, I'm like, wow, that sounds so harsh and, like, snooty. I, I, I know, yeah, I, I, I hate being that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I've been listening to a podcast recently where the hosts are those guys, and uh-huh. I, uh, that's the one part of that show that bothers me. Uh... Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder, mean, sometimes it just comes out. I wonder if that would be somehow entertaining, though, to to someone who doesn't really appreciate that style, who, like, gets that it's, like, kind of, you know, I don't know, kind of juvenile. Unless you're, unless you're doing parody, it's not really that right. interesting, you know? Right. But I wonder, I wonder if, like, thinking of it as, like, the artist doesn't even care, he just wants to do it. Right. Like, thinking of it with that mindset and going in and then reading it, I wonder if... Yeah, it'd be entertainment, entertainment value. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Because I think at this point in time, being, uh, the age that we are and the level of maturity that we are. <laughs> we, we've, we said cunt tired a while ago. Four <laughs> times. That's why I did air quotes. Oh, yeah, okay. When I said level of yeah, maturity. That's true. Okay. And the, my pausing like that <laughs> was my verbal air quotes. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> agreed. You fucking cut tart. Uh, but, but given, you know, our age and where we're at, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's possible for us to look back at a, uh, a blood strike and view it at any, as anything other than ironic. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I or maybe just painful. Right, right. Uh, well, certainly that. Uh, but uh, if we look at it as painful, uh, we're certainly not seeing it as entertaining. So if I find a trade... I'll read it. Really? Uh, I swear to God, I will. Okay. Uh, 
All right. Or if I just scour for these send boxes for and collect like oh six yeah, issues. if you get like a run, uh, okay. like like a story arc or whatever, okay. yeah, I'm down, totally down. Sweet. But uh, yeah, just it's it's. Uh, yeah, I don't know that we would find any sort of entertainment value other than just ripping it apart. Right. Right. Yeah, uh, and that would be bad. Right. Yeah. Because because that's easy to do. It's easy to do, and uh, you know, I've. I've defended Liefeld in the past, and mm-hmm. I probably will continue to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's certainly not great by any standard whatsoever, but uh, at least he's tried. At least he's done it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it wasn't great, and it certainly didn't last long. But I was, I'm, he, he's he's lived the dream and accomplished far more than any asshole on the internet will ever accomplish who constantly rips on them. You know, I, I was thinking about this earlier today, actually. One of my friends moved to uh, Washington. He's he's a great comics artist, but he's never made a comic. Yeah. Because he just keeps drawing and sketching and, like, building. And he's like, he's like he's been kind doing like this. Kind of like us. <laughs> well, we've actually published some stuff. Uh, I mean, he's never even yeah. published some mini comics. Okay, seriously, right, like, right. nothing. Not even at Kinko's or whatever. Right. And, uh, and he's really, really good, but he's like, he's like, yeah, well, I don't want to do anything until I'm where I want to be. And I'm like, I was saying that today. I'd rather, I'd rather have published 10 books that could have been better than to not publish anything. That's yeah. He's never good enough. He's great, but right. he's never, it's never going to be publishable right, because right. he's always going to want to be better. Right. And like you said, at least Liefeld, he's done a bunch of shit yeah. more than probably us multiplied by each other. Right. You know? And I mean, I've not done a lot of stuff. Uh, I did a lot of stuff in the past that, that I had help with. Uh, that was sort of a struggle to put out at times. Uh, not very motivated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I do see the need that, you know, at some point you just gotta put up or shut up. Right. And yeah, when it comes to, you know, oh, I want to be a comic book artist, but you know, I'm just, I'm just waiting until I get my skills down, you know, right. just do it. Yeah, you exactly. Know, you, you want to write a comic? Do a comic. What if uh, you know? What if Black Flag wanted to wait until they really like were really really good at all their instruments before yeah. they recorded anything? Well, then they would have sucked, as uh, happened post nineteen eighty three. Yeah, there would have been a, a punk jam band. Yeah. yeah. No, but it, yeah, it's just like just fucking do it. Don't yeah. don't wait till you're great at it. Right. You'll be great at it because you've done it ten bad times. Right. And right. Then you'll know what to do. Yeah. And you know, it's it's words of advice that we should live by, but probably won't. <laughs> uh, myself, uh, especially. Oh. Uh, you know, uh, how long have I been talking about the graphic novels I want to be writing and the, drawing? They're, that they're I, coming. They're coming. No, they're not coming. I've fucking drawn panel one. Oh. I have been working on short stories for years. <laughs> yeah, well, that's um, a step, step. six-page story. You know, taking two years to draw. You know, another six page stories, maybe three years to draw. Yeah, and yeah, I'm a, I'm a fucking procrastinator, and I'll fully admit that. Well, maybe 2010, this is the year coming up. <laughs> That's what I said back in 2007. <laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out. Yeah, it's time for you to go to bed. Yes, it is. I, I need to go buy soy milk on the way home. So. Uh, I need to I need to sleep because it's my driving week. And I'm not getting donuts till like nine tomorrow. Ooh. What am I going to do for those two hours that I'm at work without donuts? I'd just take a nap. That's what I've been doing this past week. <laughs> Don't tell my boss. <laughs> he doesn't listen, right? No. Okay, cool. I wouldn't be surprised if someday he likes this. Oh, hey, I heard your podcast. Yeah. Sleeping at work, huh? <laughs> You're fired. <laughs>
He did once find my MySpace page. He did what? He found my MySpace page once. That's not bad, though, right? It was not at the time. <laughs> no, it wasn't bad at all. But it was awkward. Alright. I can't quit this. How do I quit? Hey, next time, comic book. Yay! Yay, goodbye. Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.